Welcome back to the podcast that rocks weekly podcast that talks about news in the rock, rock and metal world. I'm already stuttering because I can't even really function all my thoughts together. With me to follow up on the discussion a couple of months ago when the 2020 Hall of Fo- Hall of Fame nominees were announced. See, I'm still having trouble talking. Is to talk about the 2020 inductees for the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, pushing up roses. Hi, everyone. So. Again. Yes, it's great to have you back again. This is the perfect follow-up, as these were just announced last week. And roses, what the heck happened? I don't know. Uh, <laughs> I, in fact, this was—I can't. I remember I came to you and was yeah. like, "Should we podcast this?" Because we already yes. talked about it, and there were comments we had made. And now I feel like I look like a turd because I don't <laughs> feel like a turd at all. Uh-uh. I stand by every single thing I said, and you know what? This kind of validates that because. Okay, we're getting ahead of ourselves. Um, yeah. First of all, let's go through the actual... I'm going to make a point about this too. Let's go. Let's make the announcement. You can read them off if you have them in front of you. Who are the actual inductees of the 2020 Hall of Fame? All right, everyone. This is the 2020 inductee list. We've got the Doobie Brothers, okay. Whitney Houston, right. Hush Mode, yay. Okay. T-Rex. <laughs> Oh, rawr. (laughs) (laughs) Pause for groaning. The The Notorious B.I.G. Okay. And Nine Inch Nails, which I... Yeah. Okay. You know what? Okay. And there's also, if I'm correct, there's one, um, there's some producer entries also. Yeah. John Landau, who's pretty well known. And I I wasn't quite sure who the Irving Azoff. I'm not familiar with him. I was not, but John Landau was like a, like he was also a musician, but he was also a big time producer and artist. So I get that. However, let's, before we get into the second part of this, let's go over the six names that are the inductees because we gave our thoughts a couple months ago, Mm -hmm. but it's worth revisiting just to see what we really talked about, what happened and everything, because um, what, how did these decisions come to be from the group of people who are on the committee to vote these in? Okay, I do have some insight because okay, I please. do recall that if you were inducted last year, you you are a part of the committee, meaning the Cure got to vote. They got to give their like top five. Uh-huh. And I think that's definitely how Depeche Mode and Nine Inch Nails got on there because you know damn well they were voting for them. Yes, so- ex- especially for Nine Inch Nails. I can totally ch- see Robert Smith mm-hmm. just voting so that way Trent Reznor has to get up on stage. Yeah, and I saw um, Lowell T- Tolhurst, who was part of the Cure in the early days. He had he just said flat out who his uh, who his decisions were. He said, and that's awesome. Of course, Kraftwerk because they didn't get in, but he did vote for them. Right, you know, Pesh Mode, Nine Inch Nails, and Pat Benatar. Okay. Uh, so the fan votes are really. <laughs> I don't okay, know if that's what I want to jump to it. I'm, yeah. just, I'm just going to jump to it right now. The fan votes mean absolutely nothing. Right. Nothing. And that's going to bring up to the point, we'll go over some of the names also comparing with the fan votes. And Roses, if you have the list now, just have it in front of you, like the actually, that link I sent to you for the fan votes. Yeah, I got it. Okay, perfect. So we talked about all the nominees last, a couple months ago on that episode. The overwhelming majority, like number one spot for the most fan votes, did not get put into inducted, and that was right. Dave Matthews Band. Right, and I so I kind I, of I think what we said last time is I wouldn't mind if they right. got into it. I was the same. such a phenomenon. Yeah, you know, I mean they were a staple of the nineties. Right, 
But now I'm wondering as I'm looking at these votes because I have the list and they're yeah. like, uh, there's so many votes, right? There um, are. I'm just kind of thinking like, is it a good idea if they just have the most massive fan base and they're always going to vote them in? How can you be kind of non-partial in the right. committee? Like they're just overwhelmingly loved by yeah. their fans. And how do you keep that fair? You almost yeah. can't, right? Exactly. And it's also worth pointing out of the eight, what's the total number at the bottom? 8.2 million votes from fans came in. Mm -hmm. Dave right. Matthews Band got over 1 million. Right. One eighth of the votes of all the nominees went for Dave Matthews Band. Right. That is not insignificant. That is huge. And for a group like this, who is not only a staple, not only are they still planning on doing touring, they're still present in the music scene. Okay, so they're just going to keep being not... I see this as the band, as the next Judas Priest, and we'll get to that. That's right. just going to be keeping on the list over and over again and possibly never put in for years and years. Right. It Yeah, it's very possible. Yeah, so... For the fan votes, a second, in second place for the fan voting, who also did not get in, was Pat Benatar. And that kind of shocked me a bit. Yeah, it, I, I'm i shocked by that. Yeah. I thought for sure, she was on my initial list of right. the top five. And I I didn't even think I had to put her on my top five. I thought that was kind of a that short was the, thing. I would have thought that was a lock. And also, yeah. I remember, if I'm correct, I remember thinking, I'm surprised she wasn't in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame already. And Same. now, uh, yeah, and now she came in second place with over eight, eighty-eight or eight hundred eighty thousand. Wow, my reading comprehension. Eight hundred million thousand big. votes. I'm so glad I got you on this podcast today. <laughs> Pat Benatar with almost nine hundred thousand votes, a huge number, like really toppling many of the other nominees. Mm -hmm. Also, not being inducted. So the top two entries. With almost 2 million votes between them, almost that way, almost a fourth of the total vote count mean nothing. Literally, they had no voice and they did not get in. Yeah, that's... I'm kind of wondering if the if the commit if none of the committee voted for Dave Matthews Band and that's oh, why... I, it would have to... Wouldn't it have to have been? Okay, so everyone's aware. <laughs> for the committee voting, there's a fans ballot. The top five bands or artists that get on the fan vote list get an extra ballot vote. So oh for God. the entire committee, whether that's um, former indu inductees, industry heads, artists, whoever that might be, though they all get a vote. And all of our voting collective, the top five of those artists get one additional vote. Mm -hmm. So in theory, it's not that much. Right. Because the actual voting committee... It's pretty large. Right. Yeah, it would have to be. It would have to be just by concept alone for how many right. artists are already in there, how many people work for the committee, the board, everything like that. And that's not including the industry of people who are not actual artists or bands. Mm -hmm. So over 1 million people that voted for Dave Matthews Band, over 800,000 people that voted for Pat Benatar. Okay, you get one point of ease. Right. One vote apiece. We complain about the Electoral <laughs> College. Does a lot. This is the Electoral College of the music scene. Yeah, I know. I'm not yeah. gonna. I'm not gonna go on a political tangent. I'm just saying, boy, the just voting thing. Just a comparison. Thing. Just a yes, comparison. exactly. Yeah. Just a loose comparison. So yeah, again, I'm with you on that. I'm still Pat Benatar shocked me. I would not have had a problem with Dave Matthews Band, but seeing the yeah. how many votes Dave Matthews Band Dave Matthews Band got, that is massive. And nope. 
Yeah, and it's weird because I think like we can't just put him in there just because his fans like him. That's right. kind of not the point of of the. And that, yeah, and I agree. And that's not fair either because it's yeah. not supposed to be a popularity contest. And I get that. But it's also weird. It's also yeah. very – but the Pat Benatar thing threw me off. I was either or on Dave Matthews because I could yes. see why and I could see why not. Yes, but, but Pat Benatar, ben- yeah, I can't she, see that. Yeah, she, she was not only an innovator. She stood out in a sea of music that was not her style. Yeah, snubbed, man. She was snubbed. Yes, that's a hard snub. In third place on the fan votes who got a ballot vote were the Doobie Brothers, who were inducted and will be going into the Hall of Fame this year. Mm -hmm. Um, So our dad's favorite band. uh... Yeah, our dad's favorite band (laughs) is going. dad's favorite band. Also, dad band. I know. I was going to say, if you're listening to this podcast and you have a dad, that's your dad's favorite band. (laughs) Is there any other way to describe the Doobie Brothers? No, there's not. I mean, I... I really do not have a problem with the Doobie Brothers going in. I joke around. No real issue with that. So they came in third place with 780,000 votes, roughly, which is still a massive amount, a massive chunk percentage of the entire voting pool. And I'm fine with the Doobie Brothers going in. It's just some of the names they beat out um, for the voting, for the actual ballot voting, do kind of make me scratch my head. But at the same time, don't have a problem with it. I don't have a problem with it. The Doobie Brothers are not my favorite band. I often make fun of Michael McDonald in love. Just, you know, it's a love thing. <laughs> um, so, you know, he is a St. Louis native and even I make fun of Michael McDonald. <laughs> oh, man. So, I, it's just so I, easy yeah. to do. Uh, man, that I, voice. That is, it's an iconic voice and I'm not sure if that's a good or bad thing. <laughs> yeah, I like, I like the Doobie Brothers. I think it's, they're not my favorite. I right. do like them. And I yeah. think I understand why they're why they were nominated. So yeah, and also yeah. on a side note, despite their name, they are a pretty inoffensive band. They are so harmless. They are. Their name is the most shocking thing about them, and they are just <laughs> elevator, grocery store, classic rock at this point. Yeah, like if it comes on the radio, depending on the song, I'll keep it on. I'll yeah, be like, yeah, exactly. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I've never heard anyone like lunge for the radio dial. Because they don't want to hear the Doobie Brothers. Yeah, same, same. Yeah. So in fourth place on the fan voting was Soundgarden. This was their first year being nominated with just over 700,000 votes. Again, a big amount. I had them on my list originally. And yeah. I'm not surprised. Like, I'm okay with them not going in this year because I do feel they will go in eventually. Yeah. It's it's interesting because this was one of the first few bands that people were call, claiming the snub fest for rock and metal heads, all very upset that Soundgarden did not get in over other people. I think there's going to be a point of contention here because Mm -hmm. of the circumstances of Cornell's death. Possible. I I was kind of wondering, is it even good to put them in right after, like so soon after his death? It's Yeah, it's been less than three years. Yeah, Yeah. and of course fans are going to feel snubbed by that because we lost somebody so crazy talented. Right. And it it is hard. I, they were not on my list because it is so soon. Okay. And yeah, I get that. Their first, yeah, this is their first nomination, and it is. And it will not cold. be their last. Yeah. Like I'm afraid of sounding cold and being like, oh, they, you know, they, he just died. It's too soon. I'm not trying to sound cold. Like they don't deserve it necessarily, but there is kind of that connection there. Right. I and, think. Yeah, yeah. I I am in the same field. I at least get that logic, even though I feel they should go in. Yeah. I'm okay with them not going in this year because I know they will go in eventually. But at the same time, 
I do get your perspective because it still is really recent where the band is finally over and they said there's not going to be any more Soundgarden after Chris passed away. So I'm fine with that too. Again, it's just some of the other choices, the other snubs that really hurt. And the biggest snub is the last votes of the top five who got a ballot vote, which is Judas Priest. That's a rough one. That's so tough. I can't remember if they were on my original list, but... Uh I would certainly, I do think they deserve it. They're still active. They are not only still active, they had a great album come out in 2018. They're still going to start storing this year. I mean, everything, Rob Halford is still a force in his old age. Let's not, let's call it like it is. He's an old man at this point, and he is still blowing away the younger kids and the younger bands out there. Yeah. And Judas Priest, and what kills me the most, Judas Priest has talked positively for the last couple of years about the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame and how they would be honored to be put in. Yeah. You wouldn't expect that from from a band like no, that because they're so not. rebellious. Uh, their music is rebellious, right? It and is, you absolutely. wouldn't expect that. And yeah, and Judas Priest has a wild history with all the different band members in and out and everything going on. And Judas Priest are iconic for what they have done. So... The fact that they had the fifth most votes on the fan vote ballot with 675,000 and they still didn't get the nomination either. It does make me wonder who voted for what. And so the top five were those Dave Matthews band, Pat Benatar, the Doobie Brothers, Soundgarden, Judas Priest. Right. That's at least reflective of what the fans want. I get that. And the names that went in, as we keep going down the fan vote, just like listing these off. Where is the discord between so much of the fan votes and the industry that voted them in? Yeah. Because it's it ha- there's a hard, sharp, just separation between the two. The sixth highest, which I do agree should go in, and this is where the controversy might come for people that are listening, is Whitney Houston. She was on my list, and yep. I still think it's deserved. And I do I'm too. Glad, yeah. Yeah, Whitney Houston. The, my thing is, I have no problem with an artist going into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame if they transcend all genres. Right. Whitney Houston did that. I think so too. I yeah. I think she's iconic. You can't get away from her. Nope. Her voice is distinctive. Um, her music is great, and yeah. it's it's been a, a good amount of time since her passing. So I feel that this has merit. Um, yes, she's not just being put in there in kind of a sympathetic way, which I guess is more of my concern about Soundgarden, right. even though I'm a big Chris Cornell fan. But Whitney, I think it's it's there's been enough time. People have processed it and it's deserved. It's deserved. She's amazing, amazing artist. And where Soundgarden was still working and planning on new stuff in 2017, like that's the tour I saw them. I got to see Soundgarden less than three weeks before Chris Cornell passed away. Oh my God. Like, I know. Yeah, that's another story. But at the same time, they were still extremely active. Whitney Houston was winding things down before she passed away. Yeah, definitely. So there was a big difference in that too. With Whitney, when I say she transcended all genres, she was above just pop or soul or anything like that. She was Whitney Houston. Mm Mm-hmm. You know, there are artists, Aretha Franklin, who's in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Aretha Franklin transcended all genres. Yeah, Aretha She's in a league of her own. Yeah, Yeah. so it's something along the lines of that. So I have no problem with Whitney Houston going in. Yeah, and it's about kind of persona, personality as well. She always came across with this really confident attitude. Oh, yeah. She had a swag Um, to her. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. There's this song. It's called uh, It's Not Right, But It's Okay. And Mm -hmm. she just has this 
amazing. That was later attitude. in her career. Yeah. Uh-huh. I remember that. Yeah. And at this video, she's wearing this leather. I just remember it so vividly, this leather dress and this dark lipstick, which appealed to me. Uh-huh. And she's just singing this song with this air of confidence. Like her man just left her. Um, but she's, it's not right, but yeah, maybe we'll figure it out. And it's right, like, how exactly. dare you? Yeah, maybe we'll figure I just, I loved it so much. I love her attitude and her, just yeah. everything about Whitney Houston. Mm-hmm, exactly. And also this is, um, I don't even know if it was a joke. It was a statement made by a guy named Joey Numbers who has like a pro wrestling podcast. Mm-hmm. He said a great quote about Whitney Houston after she got posted on this nomination. Um, if you are at a wedding and they do not play I Want to Dance with Somebody at the reception, <laughs> then the wedding is instantly annulled. It's true. That, that is, is a yeah. wedding song. Yeah, that is a staple. You, you oh, do not man. sit. Yep. You have that at your wedding, regardless of what type of music you're into, and everyone's happy. Yeah. I can't name A, a wedding, or B, any other like <laughs> kind of big event where that's not played. If right? there's a dance it's, floor. Yeah. Exactly. If there's a dance floor, it needs to have that. It's such a it's such a perfect song, too. It really speaks to everyone. It's so much, it's so lively. <laughs> yeah. I like I would rather hear some of the other wedding songs that are staples of weddings really get overplayed and obnoxious <laughs> come on celebration by cool and the gang for the five oh time. man yeah the cha-cha right. slide over yep. and over every wedding now and even like everyone's trying to figure it out for the first time that haven't heard it before and I the chicken dance yeah and the chicken dance <laughs> yeah. because of course uh, do the chicken dance sometimes the hokey pokey not real sure where that came yeah. from but the last couple weddings I went to. I don't know if I've seen the hokey pokey. That's more like roller rink uh, when we were kids. And the, you know, I swear, last couple weddings is the hokey really? pokey. Like, yeah, and I'm like, what am, what's happening? What am I doing? Do All right, we're going to have the, bride, the father of the bride go out for the first dance, the hokey pokey. <laughs> All right, put that left hand in. <laughs> like, what? The, the groom sitting on this side, what am I married into? Oh, no. <laughs> Another, uh, just before we go, another wedding song easily for me that I've heard is um, December 63, Oh What a Night by uh, the Four Seasons. They okay. play that at every wedding song. And it's like, do you know what that song's about real quick? The name's, it's familiar to me, but I, like, I'm having trouble like remembering okay. it all. The song goes, Oh What a Night. Late mm-hmm. December back in 63. Yeah, okay, okay so that song... About. At least as portrayed in the Jersey Boys, is about a man having sex with a uh, presumably a sex worker, and just how amazing that sex was. That's Romantic. Yeah. Yep. I hope that's not the first song for the father and the bride dance. <laughs> the more you know, everyone. You're welcome. <laughs> yeah, that save your uh, your wedding DJ the trouble of trying to pick figure out which songs to play first. Make sure he knows <laughs> what he's playing when you dance. You don't want to. Send mixed signals or anything like that. Yikes. That's and good I, to a know. lot of people like kind of know the lyrics to that song. And I just want you all to know that he is describing an orgasm. I just yeah. want you to know that. And oh, now you know. Huh. Yeah. So maybe not <laughs> something you want to teach your kids to sing along with at the wedding when their aunt or their mom or their sisters get married. Not something oh, little kids are singing at them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah it's, just, it's just not the family song that you really want to cheer along with. Oh, boy. Yeah. They didn't fall in love on that night in December back in 63. They got it on. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) They really got it on, too. He's still singing about it. Man. (laughs) 
Anyway, where were we? Whitney Houston, yes. We just left off with Whitney Houston. Following up after that is the inductee into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame at number seven on the fan votes, Depeche Mode, with 5.563,000 votes. Hell yeah. I think you and I are both very happy about that. I think it's deserving. They stood out at a time where that style of music was not seen as popular or anything to really, like... It wasn't so, anything. That it kind wasn't. Of music it really was wasn't. Nothing. Yeah. They, kind of made, they were like genre innovators so much, kind of like The Cure, too, in a certain aspect, where they stood out big, though, and they kept with it, and they stayed mm-hmm. consistent, and they became legends in that, right? Right. And, the, and Depeche Mode was still doing music at a time, a certain type of music. Uh, Enjoy the Silence, for example. That was such mm-hmm. a later song, but it doesn't feel that way. It feels like it's the 80s almost right it does and i'm like wow they're still making this popular and it was still popular when it shouldn't have been popular yeah i agree and they i think that's because one they had such a market for their own style of music that was so strong like just like even just something more lighter and upbeat with i just can't get enough they were so able to stick with their sound and their style they did not cater to the wild genre trends and fashion trends and things like that of the eighties into the nineties. They, they literally just looked on from the outside and did their own thing and kept growing because of it. And yeah, just as a band, they have such a good way of communicating. They're not just a rock and roll band. They talk about capitalism and they talk about sexuality Mm -hmm. and social issues. And they're so rock and roll about it. They're so strong. And uh, going to a Depeche Mode concert, it was one of my favorite concerts ever. The energy was so high. And Gahan's energy was so high. And it I was bet the amazing. audience was really it. high, too, at the Depeche it, Mode concert. Yes, they were. It smelled, <laughs> <laughs> it smelled real bad. Like I, I, Yeah, I've heard this. I've heard that from many other people, too. Like, people... Okay, like people bring everything they can find to burn, whether that's incense or drugs. They're bringing, they're smuggling it in and just gonna burn it all in the air at the same time while they're playing. And they all, and these people also want nachos. Just saying. So it's like you've got jalapeno <laughs> cheese wafting in the air. Heck yeah. <laughs> and weed. Oh. So now I'm hungry. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. Oh, the stadiums and the amphitheaters must have made a killing when Depeche Mode came in for the concessions. Oh, I have no doubt. We're all out of hot dogs and nacho cheese. What are we going to (laughs) do? Oh, man. There was somebody. Okay. There was like one buzzkill person behind me at the Depeche Mode concert. Like everyone around him is having the best time, right? We're singing uh, all the songs because they're so... Uh, they're so memorable. And this guy, during like one of the breaks, you know, they're setting up for their next song. He's like... I hope this doesn't go on for much longer. I got to go to work tomorrow. I'm like, oh, why get out of here? Why did you go to a concert on a weekday at 8 p.m.? <laughs> what did you think was going to happen? <laughs> did did they really think he was going to go to the microphone and go, well, we all know you have school and work tomorrow, kids. So this is going to be our last song before bedtime. Get out of here. Come on. Yeah, I could not believe that but in front of me was the the most lovely thing a mom and her very young daughter who was becoming a fan she knew all the words and everything they were just kind of enjoying this time together taking pictures of gahan as he thrusts (laughs) on stage i'm like "Eh, oh well she should learn it from somebody why not dave gahan sexuality (laughs) there you go <laughs> what's what's a good little girl's name? Uh, that's right, little Emma. This is yeah. how you were made a couple years ago when your mommy and daddy got together <laughs> listening to this music. Yeah, I mean it's a 
it, you know, it's a sexual concert. Like there's songs. I mean, I always said Depeche Mode music was kind of an aphrodisiac with stripped mm-hmm. and in your room and even enjoy the silence. They have that very kind of dark sound and yeah, it just kind of puts you in the mood. Honestly, yep. Depeche Mode, they're a sexy band and they're not ashamed of it. Yeah. I think they're aware too, that they have that grasp on all the ladies and fellas. Yeah. And I like that Dave Gahan married to a woman um, is fine with being so sexual on stage, not afraid to be feminine. Not really. Um, It's great. I love it. Yeah. Probably. And moving on to the number eight spot of the fan votes is Thin Lizzy with just shy of Depeche Mode 2, 556,000 votes. I did not think Thin Lizzy was going to get in. I didn't either. And nothing against Thin Lizzy. I actually am surprised I got it number eight on the fan votes over so many other bigger names. Or at least I I shouldn't say bigger, but like they got a lot more votes than I was expecting. Man, people love the boys are back in town. Like (laughs) that's what I got from that. (laughs) I got a feeling that Whiskey in the Jar are the only songs that some of the voters actually knew from Thin Lizzy. Yeah, exactly. I just I just imagine them talking, being like, Yeah, you remember? Boys are back in town. That was our That's right. back in college. <laughs> remember that? Remember that song from the Joan Dirt soundtrack? That yep. was us. Man, that this is our jam, right? <laughs> yeah, and following that is Motorhead with five hundred twelve thousand votes. So another year where Motorhead does not get in, and it does. I see them getting in eventually, but it does make me feel like this could be a band that doesn't get nominated, will not continu- continually get nominations, even though Lemmy's right. been gone for a while. I don't know how I feel about Motorhead. I really don't. I I, I like some of their songs. They make me pumped. Like I want to work out like really oh, yeah. hard or just like kick things. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Lemmy is such an interesting character. I was going to say, it's like so, Lemmy, but... Lemmy is the definition of a rock star, of a metal star. Yeah. that Like and that I... character really carried the band. Yeah. And so I don't know how I feel about being them being inducted because i i do like them and i yeah. acknowledge them but i just don't know if i like it enough to yeah i get that I'm just too. not sure yeah i'm not sure yeah because like let's be honest like motorhead revolved around lemmy it did i so. can't name the other people in motorhead <laughs> can you <laughs> uh not off the top of my head and i'm probably yeah. a crap for that but that's okay my brain's shot right now i'll use that as an excuse okay that's fair that's but fair. The, but at the same time do i like motorhead absolutely yeah. i don't know like putting them in over other people i'm not sure like especially on this list would i put them over some right. of the other names that did get inducted probably but that's just how it, that's just my opinion on this yeah one and this is another big snub that a lot of people are complaining about that may never get in is todd rundgren that's so tough. I it is that's... too. He's done so much, but at the same time, yeah. people don't know him. That's what I was just going to say. I'm like, I'm a huge fan of Todd Rundgren. I think his music is artistic. I think he's amazing as an artist and did, yep. a, and did a lot. But uh, people don't know him by, by name. They only know exactly. him by song. You know? Some of the biggest things he's done, he's contributed to. He was like in the liner notes and the credits, yeah. but he was a part of so much music that people do not know about. And I think that's part of the reason why he did not get even, he just got the number 10 spot on the votes at 440,000. Yeah. He's and, on my list and was on my list, but I right. didn't think he'd get in really. I didn't think he'd get in either, but at the same yeah. time, it is kind of a bummer. And I do see him as another person kind of like Motorhead. He may not get not repeated nominations. He, he might fall by the wayside eventually. Yeah. Uh, yeah, maybe. Unless <laughs> unless another unless uh, you know, the inductees when they do their votes, they, you know, 
somebody votes for Todd Rundgren. But... I guess, yeah, someone from someone like just started like rubbing elbows with the right people. You you know that yeah. Todd Rundgren bubble that you're filling out. I, that's, a, <laughs> that's a good one to choose. And you should choose that one there. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Yeah, that make us happy. Do you have to and... go to the bathroom? Just go to the bathroom. I'll watch your. Sheet <laughs> I'll, I'll fill this out for you. I'll fill this out for you. I'll drop it off. You like erase all the bubbles. Okay, I did it for the. I did it for that guy. Got to do this for at least five hundred more. <laughs> Could be a long weekend. Yep. And then, so that rounds out the top ten. At number eleven is an inductee for the twenty twenty is Nine Inch Nails. <laughs> nine First Inch of all, Nails. Nine Inch Nails going into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Man, how things have changed. I'm pleased as punch by this. Yes. Trent Reznor has really turned around. First of all, I think he deserves it. He was an innovator. Yes. His music was way ahead of his time. The late 80s? Yeah, I'll say. He's still active. Mm -hmm. He's done a lot just in entertainment in general, not just, you know, mainstream music, but also video games, movie soundtracks. He's worked with many people. Mm -hmm. And I I like listen. He's very laid back and very smart. I like listening to him talk about synthesizers, digital music, and yep. how much you can do with them and how much talent you do need to have to get music like this, you know? I remember he even got Dave Grohl to come around and he's such a traditional musician. Mm -hmm. And yet they work together and Dave Grohl's like, oh yeah, 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 you have to have talent. Finally, Dave Grohl, <laughs> he's just such a purist. Yes. Um, but Trent Reznor has turned around. He didn't used to like, he used to think this was kind of a hoax, kind of a sham, but he did turn around and say, yeah, I was an asshole and I'm sorry that I was an asshole. <laughs> I was a jerk. I think and, well, yeah. I think it was right around the time, like a little over a year and a half ago, the Cure got nominated. That he started turning things around around that time frame. Yeah, I mean, let's and, be honest. How many kind of gothy bands are in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame? Not many. The Cure, now Depeche Mode, yeah. and now Nine Inch Nails. Three. And such, yeah, and that's such a recent event. You know, there's yes, just I not agree. a lot. Yeah. Yeah, they were not traditionally looked at in a fond way. They were just kind of looked at just as present bands in the history because they were not part of the trends. They were not part of yeah. the hair metal, the grunge, the new metal, all these passing eras of rock or the classic rock or 70s style, whatever. Yeah, I mean, and, with, with Nine Inch Nails and Depeche Mode and, mm -hmm. and The Cure being in there, I feel finally I kind of... I can finally relate to something yeah. and kind of celebrate with people who really liked this music. Right. That's certain kind of music that appeals to kind of a specific person, I think. Yep. And, and it's Nine awesome. I like it. It is. And Nine Inch Nails still continuing to produce music, still creating. I mean, we go back to Pretty Hate Machine 1989 oh, to the goodness. 90s to the 2000s, even till this decade when they had the three EPs come out over the past couple of years. Yeah. They're still producing stuff. So you can't, uh, Trent and Atticus are still making music. And it'll be interesting to see what lineup goes in with Trent. If it's mm -hmm. the original, if it's just Trent and Atticus, because they've been a force for a long time now too. I don't know to what level that's going to be, but that'll be interesting as well. I can't wait. I'm, I'm very happy. About I want to hear decision. that speech. I need to hear the Trent speech at the hall of fame. I want to know what he has to say. And I know he'll nail it because he, nail it, nail it. <laughs> oh, roses! Oh. <laughs> oh, no, no, I know he'll do well because he's well spoken and smart. He is. He and, gives TED talks now. Yeah. yeah, I I really like him. I always have, and yep. Yeah, I'm 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 very pleased, and I, this is one that I would I think I would have been angry if. Yeah, they I think it's well. In. I think it is well deserved. I'm glad he's there. I need to point this out though. He didn't. Nine Inch Nails didn't even break the top ten on the fan votes. 
Yeah, it's kind of shocking. That is shocking. 380,000 votes out of the total pool, while Dave Matthews Band got over a million. Yeah. And that's why I'm kind of like, how fair are the fan votes? If a yeah. band like Nine Inch Nails can't get votes, because you know what kind of fan base they have. Apathetic. Yes. Like yes, Nine that Inch is Nails. true. And so I, yeah, it's, that's it's true. weird, you know? You didn't hear Dave Matthews for years going in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame as a sham. You did not hear that. Right, right. <laughs> so I guess that is a little bit different where you have, where Trent Reznor fans and Nine Inch Nails fans probably were steered away from, from voting. Absolutely. Yeah, so that is a little, that is very true. Yeah, there's a dynamic there that's missing, I think. Okay. And following up is the one where I'll get some flack, I'll take some flack for because I stand by my statement on this. T-Rex at number 12 on the fan vote will be inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. And I can't figure out why. Are you kidding me? I'm shocked. I'm shocked. <laughs> Who was voting for T-Rex on the ballots? I have no idea what happened <laughs> <laughs> Did they was it like okay this is weird like a weird comparison remember back in the year 2000 with the Flo the florida voting scandal with uh al gore and george bush mm -hmm. where yeah. everyone like the ballots were all switched the list of the names were like in out of order and it misplaced so people were voting for the wrong person oh good lord you did that happen with t-rex and everyone was like voting they thought they were voting for dave matthews band or something <laughs> That's an answer. I mean, that's a plausible excuse for why this happened. It's, I, there must be some really big T-Rex fans on the committee. And I just, I'm not sure why. They had okay. Bang the Gong. Though, okay, yes, Bang the Gong. I can't even say that's a Hall of Fame worthy song. It's not. It's I not. can't say that. What was the other one? Oh. It was just like Bang the Gong, too. It was a little bit slower. I don't remember right. the name of the other song that was, like, really big. And that's all I can remember about T-Rex. Like, I'm not going to say they were a flash in the pan. They were. They had to have been around for long enough. But at the right. same time, what lasting legacy did they leave? Please explain it to me <laughs> if you gong. hear this. <laughs> okay. That's and? the one. I <laughs> oh. mean, Elton John was in the in that music video. I think he played like piano on Bang the Gong. Elton John also just did a song with Ozzy Osbourne. That's true. So Elton John. Uh, clearly, is that's not clearly that's not the legacy, but it's like it's it's something. Elton John did a song with Fall Out Boy. Oh, okay. Elton John was on an episode of South Park. Oh uh, yeah, that's true. That's yeah. true. So Elton so John's willing Smith, to do. Though. Yeah, there you exactly. I that was early South Park too. It was early. It's yeah. the Mecca Streisand. Yeah, exactly. He, by the way, he defeated Barbara Streisand, which is a big deal for me. Because Same. that's, yeah, that's the only music that my mom was into ever. And that's what I grew up listening to. I actually really love, I love Babs, but I love okay. Robert Smith more. Oh, yeah. That's, <laughs> well, for, it's a, we might have differing opinions. Um, I think Robert Smith is way higher than Barbara Streisand. I don't mind her as, I don't mind her as an actress, though, oddly enough. Uh, she, I think she's a fantastic actress. I, I think love so her too. Hello she's Dolly, been a great funny girl. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Funny girl. I remember what was the other one? What's up, Doc? Which is an underrated comedy classic. Oh, I haven't seen that one. I'm watching. Oh, it it's though. so good. Okay, but yeah, that. Besides the point. Ah, oh, man, why T Rex? Why? How are they getting it. the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, but Judas Priest isn't? I don't know. I feel like those could be swapped. 
and should be yeah. swapped. Sorry, T-Rex. Oh, I feel like a turd. Do we have to pull the Kanye? And as soon as T-Rex gets up there, we just like hijack the little <laughs> yeah, we just hijack whatever. Shoot it, Rob Halford, go long and like throw it to him. <laughs> and then like hit someone else on the head because both of us stuck. <laughs> it's sports. Aww. Aww. <laughs> Who does it hit on the head? That's the thing. Like it has to be someone else that's gonna be there. Well, oh, like man. Todd Rundgren. I mean, he's been dunked on enough as it is. Oh man, haven't you guys given me enough problems enough already? Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> poor Todd Rundgren <laughs> but yeah I don't have anything else to say about T-Rex because I don't know maybe someone can explain it to us in the comments because I don't sure? know maybe like, okay. if you're a really big T-Rex fan let me know why link me to some songs you really like yeah, and, and I and it went, like she's saying that I don't like I'm not, I'm asking the same thing and I don't mean that's like why are you a T-Rex fan no I want to know why Mm -hmm. Explain to me what is the big deal about T-Rex. Rocket roll halt. I'm doing live research. I know that's bad for podcast <laughs> no, recordings awesome. and stuff. But T-Rex, Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Oh, man, it just looks weird seeing him. Year 2020, category performers. T-Rex was a rock and roll comet that graced Earth and left behind a new rock style that inspired generations of music. That's their definition of on okay. the rock hall. Websites, okay. bang a gong. <laughs> And that's it. That's the song they. That's, that's the song. That's the only thing they really have highlighted on the side is "Bang a Gong." Hmm. They don't have other songs. They don't have um, anything else to talk about. Nope. Bang a Gong. Yeah, I'm not certainly, definitely not trying to be condescending by asking. I just want to know what I'm missing. Yeah, if I am exactly. in fact missing something. Yeah, link us to another T-Rex song that's killer. Because yeah, I'll listen to it for real. As of now, I am not sold on T-Rex going in. I'm not either. Yeah. And following that, at the number 13 spot is another inductee for 2020, the Notorious B.I.G., who received 275,000 votes. So he will be going into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Interestingly, I thought there would be more of a fan presence on the ballot. Um, I can see that. But also, it's not common that a lot of rappers are even nominated. Yeah. So maybe it's I not, don't know I'm, what the fans are like. I don't know if maybe this is a weird thing to see. Maybe. But... I, don't, I honestly don't know either. My thing is with this one, like I talked about Whitney Houston. Whitney Houston mm -hmm. transcended all genres. She right. became her own entity. Right. Victoria's B.I.G. did not. I really right. feel that way. He was identified by rap in a... And he was a bright star for a short amount of time before he unfortunately yeah, passed young. away. Yeah, very young. And so that's where, like, it kind of hits me a little bit. I mean, this was the 90s. This was that big scene of rap that was just skyrocketing. But at the same time, and not to say he's not talented. Of course he is. His music still holds up. But at the same right. time, for the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, his music did not transcend genres. It was short. It was for a short period of time where his music was really on top that way. I don't know. I don't either. I yeah. I don't. That's know. what I'm rough. Up. Yeah. See, that's like my thing. Like, if it's a job, if it's an artist or a band who is not classified as rock or metal, alternative punk, whatever, but they transcend genres, then I get it. But I just feel he did not. Yeah, it seemed like that time went by really quickly. I remember because I grew up in, I born in the 80s, grew up in the 90s, into Same. the 2000s. And I, I remember all the music videos that came out and it was that kind of, of rapping. I remember mm -hmm. 
Puff Daddy coming out and Dr. Dre was still pretty popular. And then Eminem kind of entered the scene, but it was all kind of a flash in the pan. Even when you talk, even when you watch like uh, Snoop Dogg interviews, mm-hmm. they'll say, "Yeah, kind of ended because in in his uh, in when he was quoted as saying this was not a good thing, uh, he actually didn't like that time in rap uh, because he felt that people were making poor decisions. And with Notorious B.I.G., there's also a lot of stuff around him there's a lot of con- controversy to say put it politely yeah yeah with and his so death with who he revolved around yeah. the yeah everything along the lines of that so and, yeah and unfortunately for me and uh I, I was never a fan so this is probably kind of fraught because i wasn't like what i would call a big fan but it's legacy wise it's it's sad and i don't want it to be like this but i remember the tragedy more than the yep. music and i don't want it to be like that but it, it's it became kind of a media circus, so it's not his fault or anyone's fault. Really. No, not at all. Yeah, you know. yeah. His music should stand out on its own, but unfortunately, it does not. Yeah, you cannot think about that man without thinking about death. Right, and, and just yeah, the media explosion yeah. that happened after yeah. that, and it never and, really went away. No, I mean they didn't. They make a documentary or like a yep. serious documentary about it not too long ago. Yeah, just recently. Yeah, I was gonna say. So, I mean, it's still talking about that so i don't know i guess i mean he's going in either way but time i just i stand by my stance i don't know how i feel i put him in over t-rex but at the same time that's just yeah i put him in over t-rex for sure because he has more of a legacy i'm yes. looking forward to see how they honor him yes that that's true also like the in memoriam type stuff or like the presentation they do for the man so yeah Following up is Rufus featuring Shaka Khan, and that's the second year in a row they've been nominated, did not get in. They got 166,000 votes, and can't say I disagree. I just... Uh, I'm uh, whatever about Rufus. Yeah. I like Shaka Khan. I think, yeah, I think if it was just Rufus, he wouldn't have had a chance. It has to be Rufus featuring Shaka Khan. Yeah. I think Shaka Khan on her own. On her Honestly? Own, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think she might have more of a chance than I do too. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. That's a weird argument, though. But at the same, I know. But yeah, it's, it's a very weird such one. A presence, you know, yeah. she's such a presence, <laughs> and it's true. Sorry, Rufus. Uh, I'm sorry, yes. Rufus and T Rex. So, well, why do you apologize to T Rex? They're getting in. They're sad. Oh, yeah, I'm not sorry. I'm not sorry, T Rex. <laughs> what do they care? Sorry, not sorry, guys. Yeah, who's not also not getting in is Kraftwerk for the second year in a row. Who was nominated? I am did so not get not out surprised. It. And they got this. I'm not surprised. And it's this. And they were the second least amount of votes, which is not yeah. surprising because again, people have to be reminded what they did. It's kind of sad, isn't it? Because yeah, it so is. many of the bands that I enjoy are heavily inspired by Kraftwerk, yes. including The Cure, Depeche Mode, Nine Inch Nails. Mm-hmm. And yet they're so far down. on. They're kind of hidden, you know, just because you are the first at something that doesn't always mean th- exactly. that it's good. You know, yeah. you have to be the Beatles the best, were not the first band of the British invasion. Right. But they're the best. They oh, were the know, most well known. General. Yep. Yeah, please don't start arguments with me about the Beatles being the best in the comments. I'm speaking in generalities. You yeah, know. you sent her tweet tweets about that, not on much video. <laughs> do not do that, by the way. Bad. 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 <laughs> Twitter is not used for that. But and yeah, finally, you know. to, to, rend out, to round out the fan voting as MC5, again, second year in a row for nominations did not get in. MC5 had the least amount of fan votes with 160,000. Yeah, that, 
when we talked last time, I just wasn't familiar enough. With yeah, the group, with so. I mean, they had killers. Like they really were a band that did. Like we we're talking about bands like were innovators and stuff. They were. I mean, Kick Out of the Jams has been covered more times than I can count by many wow. different bands. At the same time, I would put them over T Rex, but that's just me. However, I at least understand why they did not get the votes. I do too. Yeah. So did they, did they have more of a kind of a punky sound? Like what a was little bit. Sound? It was oh. yeah, a little a little bit, yeah. Got it. Uh, that old punk sound, like old gritty distortion for days type sound. Okay, got it. Yeah. So that being said, we just went over all the fan votes, and I would like to reiterate the point I previously made. Fan votes do not matter. They don't matter. I, yeah. Man, I do not. I, that's It's shocking when you scroll back up and see just the amounts. Because like on uh, rockhall.com, where it has the results that's posted for each year, the 2020 fan voting, like it has like the bars and shows like the percentages, or not percentages, but just like kind of shows like a visual graph of who got the most votes. Dave Matthews Band just towers over <laughs> everyone. What it's an is going? Interesting, like view. Of yes, fans are liked, and which fans are like crazy. <laughs> yes, I mean, let's be honest. Dave Matthews Band fans have to be some of the most laid back people on the planet. Yeah. So how how? But they really they finally got off their futon and really just started <laughs> going for it on this one. Man, they voted. Hard. This. Like they are stands. These are Dave Matthews stands. They're Matthew laid back stands. in the wild, you know. My my therapist, her favorite band is Dave Matthews band. Really? Okay. Band. Yeah. And she's a therapist and she's super laid back, but I think she would stand this band if come the chance, you know. So does she know does she know the unfortunate news that Dave Matthews band is not going in? I don't think so yet. I'm gonna I'm gonna throw it in her face. That's healthy oh. to do with your therapist, right? <laughs> Well, thank you for your session. You've re- for this past hour, you've really helped me get through some issues. By the way, <laughs> na, 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 na. oh my gosh! <laughs> and yeah, I I actually like Dave Matthews Band. They're I have nothing fine. against them. I have yeah. I have one of the whichever one was had crash into me on. That's the album. I- it's a great song. I yeah. also like I also like Crush. I like Don't Drink the okay. Water. I think it's a great protest song. It's very angry. Mm-hmm. And, and yeah, I like their sound and they seem to stay out of controversy. And yeah. as far as I know, they're not bad people with, with the exception of their bus driver dumping their poop in the Chicago river. I remember that. And I, I'm sure he's probably, unfortunately, he's probably not the only bus driver, which is sick to say, but I'm pretty sure that's true. Yeah. I have no, I honestly, I have no doubt. And yeah, that but wasn't, I mean, the, the if that's the most like sued or something or fine. Yeah. I think I he remember. was because like that is probably against company policy or like, uh, probably just other things too, like environmental hazard. Yeah. But, um, if that's the most controversial thing, Dave Matthews band's been a part of you're, you're doing okay. Yeah. I think so too. And obviously you're not put in the rock and roll hall of fame based on how saintly or chaste you were, but Man, that'd, think... be, that'd be something. Huh? Yeah. But I do think that uh, I still wouldn't be unhappy necessarily if they got in. But yeah. I'm kind of glad, like I said, I'm kind of glad the fan votes don't matter as much because if they did, you know, Nine Inch Nails wouldn't have gotten yeah, in there. Nine Depeche Road wouldn't have Depeche, yeah, it's true. Depeche Road would not would have been edged out. Nine Inch Nails wouldn't have had a chance. Right? Yeah, they wouldn't have a chance. Then T Rex also wouldn't have had a chance. So I don't know. I'm boy, I'm yeah. all over the place at this point now. 
Yeah, it's you can't really rely on yeah, the kind I of agree. ferocity of your fans, you know? I agree. And there's some people, I think you, like when you voted, when I voted, you up to five people mm-hmm. on your ballot. So like if you only know three of the names and like, so I'll just pick two at random. Does that really count as voting? Right. So I guess that is part of it too. But again, Dave Matthews banned a million votes out of 8.2 million. That is a huge percentage. It's ins- it's insane. That's I- crazy. <laughs> And when then, you showed me the graphic, I'm like, what? Right? Yeah, it's unreal. I mean, not only were they in first place, they were in first place by a big margin. Pat mm-hmm. Benatar came in second, and she had a ton. Also, yeah. justice for Pat Benatar. Yeah, yeah. I would have I chosen her over some of the other bands that people thought were snubbed. Uh, honestly, yes. I don't think we agree with this, but I would have chosen her over Judas Priest. I, I, well, I, at least, I, I at least understand that, though. Yeah, yeah. That I can at least see the argument for. That I'm fine with. Because again, I had the logic before. Like, I thought Pat Benatar was already in the Rock of Fame or figured she would have been. So I at least, I would not have argued that or gotten upset about that one. But over Notorious B.I.G., over T-Rex, it doesn't make sense to me. Yeah. T-Rex is the one where I'm like, I'm almost kind of glad Notorious B.I.G. is getting some um it's true notoriety yeah it's <laughs> for, true and it's positive music, notoriety you know? too by the way this is yeah. let's be honest he has not had positive notoriety in- yeah so i'm fine with that but yeah um that t-rex rock and roll that exceptions except accepting speech man my language and speech are still bad tonight i just feel like they're going to take the stage and that's going <laughs> to be the popcorn and bathroom break time 20 minutes of extended King Kong, everyone! <laughs> well, I know some bands, do all the bands get to perform that are there, or some of them do? Because I know like other bands have, like Pearl Jam did, and The Cure did, so... Right. Not all t- of them perform. I don't think right. Janet Jackson performed okay, when she was so, inducted. Okay, so not all of them, but some of them do. I can't yes. see them choosing T-Rex to perform over Depeche Mode and Nine Inch Nails. I really hope, I know Nine Inch Nails music is not always audience friendly, but I hope that they perform. I, I think they could do it. Pa- I want to see, I almost said Pat DePenitar, wow, Freudian slip. I want to see uh, Trent Reznor perform. Yeah, see, the thing is, I think Nine Inch Nails could do a medley of a lot of songs and make it so right. that way it's accessible for everyone. A little bit of head like a hole, a little bit of closer, they can go forward with like uh, the hand that feeds. They could do a lot of different clips of songs. and Perfect end with drug. Exactly, the perfect drug. <laughs> and then they could end it all with, um, oh, man. Be something newer? Like no, West I was going to say or... the big ending song they always ended to. They did the, uh, Johnny Cash did the cover song, one of my favorite oh, covers. Oh, Hurt. Yeah, Hurt. Like, they end it with Hurt. That'd be nice. I would like yeah. that. I would like that so a lot. They could do a medley like that. And Depeche Mode could do the same thing. What's T-Rex going to do for a medley? I'm telling you, 15 minutes, bang a gong, extended, maybe dance mix, remix. Oh my gosh. We're gonna have some we're gonna have Elton John come out and help sing this one for us. <laughs> he says yes to everything. Oh. <laughs> Man. Thank you He's for everyone. on his farewell tour, I think, Elton John. That's true. Oh, Gretchen's yeah. getting to go to that in New York City. I, wa- I kind of want to do it again. He's coming back around Chicago yeah. over the summer. And I, I did already see it. But in my defense, uh-huh. I thought that was the last one. Uh, right. See, I've never, I've never seen him. And I always wanted to. And Gretchen told me. Chicago? I'm, I'm thinking. It depends on the dates. I'm thinking about it. I'm sure Gretchen. Be- 
for too. But it's, it's just really worth it. I'm I know. It's so and worth this is it. Uh, this is another thing. Like I have the Soundgarden story. You need to see your favorite artists who are older now before it's too late, regardless of the reason. Yeah, that's why I. You know, my boyfriend and I kind of spent a lot of money seeing Billy Joel and Elton John yeah, last exactly. year, but I felt like I had to, I felt really like we had to do this. It was once yeah. in a lifetime chance, you know? Right. I mean, yeah, you spent a lot of money. Are you glad you spent it? Absolutely. I there would, you go. like I said, that's I would do it again. Yeah, exactly. Again. And that's, that's what's in my mind too. And Gretchen did the VIP experience last year or the wow. year before, whatever it was. She got to sit at the actual piano bench, <gasps> right? And get her picture taken. Isn't that crazy? It's amazing. It's amazing. Yeah. Oh, it's I mean, if I would be, if, oh man, like just to do all that, like see Elton John, it's like Elton comes and says, hey, let me play with you a little bit. I'd probably just start shaking a little. I would like pass out <laughs> just shamelessly. <laughs> At his piano? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just on Dong, da, dong, dong, dong. Just like collapse <laughs> on the keys. I, I'm a huge, for those who don't know, I'm a huge Elton John fan, just massive. And I have been since I was young. My dad really liked him. Mm -hmm. And it's it's been that way ever since. Okay. Rocket Man is one of my favorite movies now. Yep. I liked I finally got to see it on I don't think it was on Netflix, whatever it was, I saw it on TV or whatever. Just whatever streaming it was, and I really enjoyed it. Did you cry? I did. I cried. I did not cry. That's not one of the movies I cried at. I have cried at movies, though. I did not cry at that just one. Just not that one. Yeah. Exactly. I I cried because I have similar uh similar situations to Elton John throughout his life being put in the hospital after an overdose. And that's mm -hmm. where I cried is because it was so poignant, gotcha. I think, and relevant. Um, and just to see, I think just to see is for those who haven't seen rocket man, um, it's more about hope. Would you say it it's is. more about kind of hope? It's it's hope going through so much of a whirlwind of a life. Right. I mean, like he had a unique life to begin with, but he had so many things happen to him that people aren't aware of behind the scenes. Yeah. Like not everything is accurate, but those things are kind of minor. Uh, yeah. the, the most important things that happened are portrayed, you know, in the movie and showing kind of you can get better in the end had a happy ending. And I it like did. that, you know, I like that a lot. Yeah, I think that works well. I mean, I'm still an Elton John fan. I want to see him live if I figure mm -hmm. out when the dates are. If it's on a weekend, it's easier. But at the same sure. time, that's yeah, that's neither here nor there because in May. It's the festival season, and I'll be traveling for that, going insane, checking out big festivals and shooting those and trying to interview as many people as I can and trying, sure. hoping that I get approved to shoot Metallica because that's the big big one for me. That's awesome. Right? Because they'll be at the two festivals I'm applying for. So I'm really – if I get to shoot – because they're playing two sets at each festival on a Friday okay. night and Sunday night at each festival that I'm going to. If I get approved to shoot one of those four, I'm set. That's that'd be awesome. Exactly, and that's the only one of the big four of Metallica, Megadeth, Anthrax, Slayer that I haven't shot. So, and I'm on sorry, top of I that, had a, I had a mind explosion moment. Megadeth is still playing. Not only are they still playing, their last album out in 2016. Dave Mustaine just announced that he's beaten his bout with throat cancer. He's got a clean bill of health. Oh wow! And they are going to start touring again this year, and they are planning to have a new album come out this year. And that's the okay. album had been the album had been in the works for a while. But like it got pushed back because of his cancer scare. But at the same time, everything looks to be okay. And yeah, I saw the last time I saw Megadeth was in 2017 in Chicago, oddly enough. Yeah, I'm kind of a fan. Like I, I followed Megadeth's story and Dave Mustaine's story, and I know he had traditionally been kind of an asshole, but I do like yes. a lot of Megadeth songs. I do too. I think yeah. that's one where like he has 
is that he's not afraid. But at the same time, he at least backs it up, and he's not as where obnoxious or absolutely insane to the point of Kid Rock's level. Right. So, yeah, that's, and that's plus, the, uh, and also, Dave Mustaine is an extremely talented guitarist, probably one of the best of metal ever. So, yeah. So that's being said, good. We're happy that he'll be back. And he, they are saying new album for 2020. There will be touring with Megadeth in 2020. I have like a big, uh, yeah, I have a big picture that I took of Dave Mustaine in my house because I have a lot of photos I took in my house of different bands and like there's a big one in 2016 with his hair, his luscious locks <laughs> flowing in the wind, with like him playing the guitar, spotlights behind him. I'll take a picture probably of it and send it to you. But Hell at the yeah. same, yeah, but at the same time, that's great to hear. And we'll end this end a big news bit on this for the uh music news that broke today or at least more updates um not only did pearl jam announce a tour last week uh because they're gonna have a new album come out in march and they're coming to st louis <laughs> i love pearl jam do go on <laughs> gigaton comes out this march the new album their 11th studio album they should have new music coming out in the next few weeks if i'm correct and also they'll be coming to st louis not chicago which is very odd that's weird. How is that possible? Um, Eddie Vedder loves Chicago. And like, I was going to say, it's What's legally field alone. Hey, um, I can't complain. He's coming to St. Louis. I got to see and shoot Pearl Jam in 2016. Loved it. But at the same time, that was with old camera gear. And I want another, wow. I want to do over. So they're playing with a St. Louis Blues play. So they're okay. playing in arenas. And they'll probably announce more tour dates. I can see Pearl Jam doing like a fall tour. And then obviously including Chicago at that point. Yeah, I would think so. That's probably how it's going to happen. But along with that, Ramstein, Ramstein, however you want to pronounce it, has announced their 10 cities, and Chicago is one of them. They will be playing at Soldier Field. So they're playing all the big football stadiums. So there's going to be a lot of fire and pyro and fake oh, blood and monstrous <laughs> costumes for the German band to come through 20, 2020. When did they change their mind about coming back and touring in the states because i thought uh, they kind of were against that i thought they were too for a while but apparently like they had their do this past year that was their first in 10 years if i'm if not mistaken their self-title and they started announcing tour dates last week and chicago's okay. one of them okay all right cool. it will be coming i'm pa i don't know the exact date but they confirmed it on all the social media that chicago at soldier field that's the name where the, where the bears play wow. right Yes, yes, it is. Yep. So yeah, and, that's uh, really some playing. of the soccer team. I think Chicago Fire plays there. As okay, well. gotcha. See, yeah. I um when I went to Chicago Open Air in 2017, where their old stadium, where the Chicago Fire played the MLS Arena, mm -hmm. that's where they used to play. That's where Chicago Open Air was. It's taken a hiatus this year, unfortunately. That oh okay. Yeah, but, uh, Soldier Field yeah. is a huge stadium, so that's impressive. Exactly. Yeah, and they're all they're playing all of, um, actual football stadiums. When they play in New York, they're actually playing where the New York Jets play in New Jersey, and they're playing okay. in. Um, if I'm correct, they play where the Redskins play in DC. Okay. So they're they're going big. I mean, it's yeah. going to be the big stadiums, and it's going to be intense. So this is ten cities, if I'm correct, and they're all big markets. It's also I have to point out this joke because Gretchen made the best line. Of course, they have to charge and play in uh, where the Redskins play. And it's going to be crazy where they have to charge $50 for parking and the tickets are massive because no one's going to Redskins games anymore. So they have to make up money somehow Ooh, for that arena. Oh, burn. I burn. thought that was great. So <laughs> that being said, sorry, Redskins fans. I don't even have a football team anymore. My team left, but I have an XFL team, if that counts. I have the Bears. You do. Hey, you know what? The Bears aren't bad. They get 
they're in and out of the playoffs every now and then. That's something. It's something. Exactly. Chicago gets actual all the concerts, though. They get all the tours yeah. for the most part. Yeah. The last stadium uh, concert I saw was Billy Joel at Wrigley. Yeah. It, it was so it was easier when you kind of are going through the motions to get into Wrigley, but it was overwhelming, too. I can see that. Was it? A, yeah. I, can't, I can't even imagine how many people were there for that. Oh, it's packed. It was a. Yeah. It seemed to be sold. I, obviously, I don't know if it was sold out or not because some people, you know, they don't show up. But it seemed mm -hmm. like every seat was full. Yeah, that sounds about right to me. Uh, Ramsam announced North American tour, the cities, get ready, America. Yeah, I mean, like it's all the dates themselves aren't there yet, but yeah, they are for sure coming to Chicago. So get ready for that because it will be bonkers. Oh God. <laughs> <laughs> In Chicago. <laughs> yep, that is correct. So outside of that, oh, what is that? Los Angeles. Oh, they might be going to Mexico City and Canada too. So not only that, just not in just US, but North America. Wow, Ramstein in Mexico City. And in Canada. And in Canada. <laughs> yeah, I okay. don't think I can really visualize that. Man, I, they were all too polite to watch a show like that. I know, right? Oh, hey, that's not very polite to do that on stage with that apparatus, eh? Oh, Rammstein, eh? They get real graphic on stage, too. <laughs> yeah. Um, oh, yeah. They're not a family-friendly band. No, if you're, bringing your, <laughs> if you're bringing the little ones to that show, you've got serious problems. I don't care how much of a metal fan you are. Heck no. Um, no. I would never. I would never. It was Till, the singer that was like rides out on a giant ejaculating penis. Like a horse. That's that's just that's just the tip of the iceberg. Yeah, and that's bad. <laughs> yes, I agree. And they're gonna do that at Soldier Field in your city. <laughs> oh no! Yes, they are. <laughs> oh, they're probably gonna plan weirder stuff too. So for well, 2020, yeah. Well, I will uh, not be going to that. <laughs> oh, I was gonna send you as our field reporter for rocks. That would have oh, been great. Crap! I can't. I have plans. You don't even know when the date is yet, though. I definitely have plans. I'm a very popular <laughs> person, and I have plans every day. Oh, I is it in 2020? Oh, I can't make it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, I had to clear my schedule for this podcast. I squeezed you in. Just, uh, yeah, I'm. Well, uh, thank you. Know, you. Yes, well, thank you anyway, then. I'll find another person to be the field reporter Ram Ramstein 20 at Soldier Field. In the meantime, thank you for listening to us um, compliment and complain about the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame in for the year. Yeah, uh, you know, I'm still... And we, they will be on stage accepting that award. I'll be watching the live stream, and I will still be going, what? Mm-hmm. Why? I will, too. Uh, I'll message you during, and we'll both yeah, be like, well, What? Is this for real? Is what are someone else going to say? Gotcha. <laughs> uh, anyway, Roses has been posting a lot of great stuff on her channel. I know she has an upcoming video also about some old time gaming retrospectives, some of the early games for King's Quest, the original, and other things. Roses, mm -hmm. would you like to please tell people about where they can find you on YouTube? You can find me at youtube.com slash pushing up roses just the way it sounds. Mm -hmm. And I will have roses. And I will have a link to that in the YouTube card in the description below. Everything should be set. Here's hoping um, the rest of the nominations and inductees go well. Hopefully get some good performances off of it. And thank you all for listening. You can find this on Spotify, Spreaker, Stitcher, iTunes, Apple, Google. And please subscribe if you haven't already. Subscribe to Roses as well. Roses, would you have anything you would like to end on? Any message you would like to give the people besides why T-Rex Y? 
<laughs> I would just like to say that I think the monkeys should be in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. That's it. Okay, bye. <laughs> <laughs>